Hi, Becky here. Just to let you know, there are no story spoilers in this review, so if you haven't played Deathloop yet, you are all safe to proceed. Welcome to another mini episode review from the One Up Pod. Um, it's Becky here with Andy. Hello. And today we're going to be talking about Deathloop. Eight targets on my list. Every one of them with grand plans for eternal life. To break the loop, I gotta break the rules. Clock's ticking. <laughs> and you just ran out of time. You keep forgetting, Colt. I'm not like those other idiots. Only got one name on my list. Yours. So, Deathloop is a 2021 action-adventure game uh, developed by favourites of the podcast, Arkane Studios, and published by Bethesda. Um, it came out on September the 14th, and Andy has been gleefully playing it and rubbing it in my face that I don't have a PS5 yet. So I wouldn't say gleefully. Uh, it's been fairly gleeful. Oh, chip, maybe. Yeah. But there's, there's, there's been elements of glee, shall we say that? I think that's just a residual effect of just having a PS5. You just can't help but be a bit gleeful. Yeah, well, I like Especially... my PS4. Yeah. So For there. now. <laughs> <laughs> So in Deathloop, you take on the role of Colt, who is an assassin stuck in a time loop. And in order to break it, you have to take out eight visionaries, uh, targets for your assassination, and you have until midnight. Uh, leaving one alive resets the time loop, and you have to do it all over again. Um, so, Andy, initial thoughts? Well, first of all, I just don't say this. This is a fucking video game. This is just, <laughs> this is, yeah, this is just what I want. Especially after dragging myself through 12 minutes last time. I'm just over-fucking-joyed to be talking about a time-loop-based video game that's actually smart and fun and absolutely lacking in incest. <laughs> I just, we're off to a great start already. It's just a great day all over, really. <laughs> I, don't, <laughs> I, I don't know where to take it after that. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, um, I feel like I'll start talking about the world and like the missions sort of thing yeah because that's something that like arcane are like very renowned for their world design and their mission structure and that yes. seems like the easiest way in to talk about this game before getting to what is unique about it yeah because i so andy very kindly sent me some gameplay footage because i didn't get chance to play it having not got a ps5 yet did i did i mention that um but yeah the, the world built like the world around it i mean bits of it reminded me of dunwall from the dishonored games but there was lots of like terrain and stuff that looked quite new yeah um 
it's got that kind of vibe about the Dunwall vibe. It's like very wide open spaces that for you to explore, and you've got a lot of options for traversal. Like you can like scale cliffs quite comfortably, or like climb over rooftops, and you can basically decide how you want to get there in your own mm. way. And the the really cool thing is because um, the the game is struck like split into four sections of the day. Each time of day like has a different vibe to it. At certain times of day, the island freezes over, so there'll be like parts of the island that like you can access because like the water surrounding the island's frozen a little bit. Mm, so okay. like you've got new areas, and some areas are, like closed off later in the day because a character, another character's somewhere else. So like it gives you a lot of options to like explore this island in like four completely unique ways, mm. and like spend a lot of time trying to learn their secrets. It's it's real. It's a really impressive piece of design work because it's asking you to spend a lot of time in the same locations over and over and over again, which is obviously part of the point because you're trapped in a, mm. an endless loop. Yeah, but it still needs to be fresh enough that every loop yeah. you find something different. Yeah, that that's what it felt like. Um, the way the the mission structures they're not quite missions, but like you've got options for things to do, like different objectives each section of the island and each time of day, and you can just select something like maybe you're just going to collect intel or you're going to kill. One of the visionaries to like access their their slabs which are like the superpowers that you possess and mm. you can start using in your own way and also you can repeatly you can kill them over and over again and like get new upgrades for each slab you get or you just might just want to investigate ways to kill them later in the game or like maybe find a way to lure a character away from a certain area into another area so you can attack like more targets at once mm. because obviously you've only got certain time like you've got a set time in the day to like deal with these people and the way it's laid out initially is you can't get to them all in one day you've got to start to like strategize and work out their secrets and where they might be different parts of the day and try and like make it all come together in like a perfect plan hmm. so you've got to do a big think you've got to do a real big think <laughs> it's I, I was, I, and the thing that me keeping the island fresh it really like it really is like just always interesting to explore because there's some some parts of the island have this like nice art deco feel like kind of like exaggerated create like this crazy architecture and mm. there's other parts that have more like a like a brutalist vibe so there's a lot of like clashing of styles and different like mindsets this gives the island a very strong identity but also those clashing elements kind of make things feel a little off kilter which helps with the whole vibe of like being trapped in like a nightmare that's never ending it's funny you should mention the art deco stuff actually because one of the notes i wrote down from the gameplay footage was that it feels a bit bioshocky in places like a couple of the sound effects um and the kind of mood in a couple of the the clips that you sent me i can't i think it was it's one of the security measures i think there's like green flashing lasers yes, that made yeah. a noise that reminded me of the security bots yeah, in Bioshock. Yeah, you can you can hack those things and like it's a little simple in Bioshock, but the hacking element of security that's all mm, there. And yeah, but like everything Arkane's done really like has been building from what Bioshock did. Oh, hundred percent. Like Dishonored felt very much like it was an evolution of the Bioshock style. You could mix the powers up and open things up a bit and this feels like another continuation of that evolution mm. it brings so like if you played a dishonored game then you get the general gist of how it's going to play and it's like a bioshock game but with hitman hitman hitman, hitman elements <laughs> uh, <laughs> many hitmen there's, there's so many the amount of times you have to kill people in this game is very much hitmen <laughs> and it's like um so like the loop the loops allow you to like take each playthrough in like a unique way. Like maybe one loop, you're just 
going to get intel one loop you're going to kill people or one loop you're just going to gather resources to help you in a future loop unlike like dishonored there is a very very clear two-way approach to every situation but dishonored mm. felt very very like geared towards the stealth like if, if you messed up a stealth run on dishonored it was very much like a pretty steep like challenge suddenly kicking in because yes. you're very much just mostly doing like melee combat whereas with um death loop they've really refined their first person combat style so like the gunplay feels really slick like the weapons feel weighty and they're responsive mm. especially like with the dual sense haptic feedback that's like really impressive like when a gun jams up if you've got like an old style gun some of them jam up and the triggers like lock so you can't use them until you've un- jam unjammed the gun oh that's so clever and the uh the guns, like, each gun has a different feel, so the controller, like, vibrates differently depending on the gun. There's, like, a real rattling feel when you're firing a machine gun. There's, like, mm. a heavy pulse in your hands when you're blasting a shotgun. It's stuff like that just really helps, like, immerse you in the action. And it's always fun action, like, especially when you get to incorporate the, your superpowers, because some of the superpowers are really handy. You've got one that, like, links, more, like, it starts off with two, but you can enhance the number of targets, but you it mind links, carry, like, NPCs. And if you kill one of them, the other one drops dead. Ooh. And there's, like, other things where, like, you can launch people in the air. Like th- and then just shoot them like they're a clear pigeon. <laughs> Pearl? Yeah. <laughs> you get like add-ons for that and you can do different things with that as well. Like you just launch them in the air or slam them to the ground. Like there's a lot of ways to customise each power and that the stealth runs are just as good as in Dishonored. You got you've got a wide mm. range of paths to take, like of different altitudes and stuff. Maybe you wanna sneak through the streets, like you have to use your invisibility power, or maybe you wanna like jump across the rooftops to get to some place so you can use the um shift power. Like some of these are very similar to Dishonored powers, but like mm. if it's not broke, don't fix it really. They, they fit <laughs> well, they yeah. fit in the world perfectly, so it's it doesn't really it doesn't feel jarring. It's not like doing something like this like um like with Bioshock Infinite when they used the, the superpowers in that, it didn't quite fit yeah. that world, but it was a part of the game, so it had to be in there. But whereas with Deathloop it feels very in line with this like super science gone mad sort of hellhole that you're trapped in. And um sounds very cool. And not just the powers, you've got like character enhancements, like things like maybe you can hack faster or you've got a double jump or like you take less damage and like things like that you collect and you also collect enhancements for your guns there's a lot of customization that you can tinker around with to like make each go around the the the, uh the island like feel unique and presumably you keep everything when the loop resets like you don't have to go back out and oh stuff again that's 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 one interesting thing about the thing you do it's kind of like a roguelike initially and when you die you do lose everything you've got but you have to unlock this power called infusion and once you've got that you can start fusing powers or items to your so you it remains with you when you loop back but to do yeah to do that you have to collect a resource called uh, residium and you do that either by um finding just random objects that are glowing on the island uh killing visionaries the visionaries are your targets obviously so if you Mm. kill them they give off like they leave like a an aura and that you can absorb um if you kill juliana the hitman that's hunting you down like she drops residium as well there's also when you go to the next stage and you're sorting out your loadout for the next part of the game you can sacrifice weapons or powers or items and that will give you some residium if you need to fuse something specific that you want to keep for the next go around so you have to it creates like a, a strategy when you're like going between games having what you're going to sacrifice what you need to keep it makes you think a lot a lot about like um, what are the odds of me coming across this power again anytime soon? Should I keep yeah. this? But this gun's really handy. Should I use this? And you have to like work out. Sometimes you do have to make a choice 
between one thing or the other. Sometimes you get lucky and you can maybe fuse two or three things, but it does create a strategy in the way you deal with your, your loadout each time. Mm. That's interesting. That's really interesting. Because, it, again, it's that element of refreshing the loop every time. So, you, you know, you may not have the, like, the firepower to be able to do what you did previously, but you can adopt a different way of doing it. It's a very clever way of structuring a loop. Yeah, it, it definitely like keeps things interesting because you'll have a really good run and you'll have a really cool loadout of guns you've picked up and maybe a power you've got, but then the next time you're gonna lose all you're gonna lose some of that stuff and you have to think about what you're gonna do next and are you gonna be able to track down a weapon like that again? Or are you gonna try and find something different, or are you just gonna try and make do with the weapons you've got? And you you start to work out like combinations of weapons and powers that are going to work for you on a certain run i got very mm. good at like hacking things quickly picking up a um, turret taking it to a room dropping it while i'm invisible running out and letting the turret take care of people <laughs> you sneaky fucker yeah i'm i'm, I'm very i very much snack like when i'm playing mm. this a lot of my run was very snack but like it was nice not having the stress of if i messed up a stealth run being punished for it which mm. is something yeah, so i felt no dishonored did yeah, something I felt Dishonored did. It punished you a bit if you go, like if you mess up your stealth. The early Hitman games were the same way. It's very stressful to like mess up a stealth run. Whereas with this, the action's so fun. It just feels like you're just transitioning into a different style of game. Mm. But it's equally fun and equally re rewarding. And you just have to like just you just roll with it. It's it's like flows so smoothly. And then. Um, that's another thing like the way because of the playstation 5's um, ssd drives um the game just flows really nicely like when you die it's almost instantaneous you restart the game like there's there's a brief moment where it connects you to a server but otherwise the game's like you mm. just jump in between times like it's just a constant like it's a constant loop but it just feels really smooth and it's something i don't think you could get away with on like anything other than a playstation 5 or next gen console it just I can't see this game working as well on a PlayStation 4. Like, mm. losing the, the graphical... Like, because it's a really polished game. It, if you've played an arcade game, you know... Arcane, even, game. You know what they look like. They're using the same engine, so the character designs are very similar. The the level designs have the same kind of level of polish. It all looks really nice. And it looks... It's the nicest it's ever looked. But it's the... It's the pace that really makes this game stand out for me. It's like... It, it moves really nicely. Like, it just... You never feel like you're... You're sitting around waiting for something to happen. And the fact that the game is like split up into four parts like of the day, it's a really nice way of like you you get to choose how much of the game you're gonna play. You don't feel like you're investing in like a long haul when you start the game. You could play you could pick it up and play for like ten minutes and feel like you've done something. Like you find like a nice piece of intel that you can use later on. And you can put the game down, walk away, and you still feel like you've done something. Or you can spend like a good couple of hours playing the game and like just blasting through things, getting your like armory up, building up all your powers. It it's like you play it your way, very much the same way like when you're doing a run through a level, you're getting to choose how you want to play it. Like it all it all just comes together really nicely. There's such a nice sense of freedom to how you can play the game. Which considering you're trapped in a time loop is quite something to achieve really. Yeah. It's. I, I'm very impressed with how I never got fed up 
of doing something even like seeing the same i'd go back to the same setting like a lot and i'd never get fed up of it because i'd just try oh, maybe i'll go this way instead maybe i'll go this way oh i've got this i'm using this power today i'll use that oh like investigate like a corner over here a conversation find something out new find a location that i can't get to that time of day so i like leave and go back later in the day or maybe loop all the way back to morning and try again it just it's really it's really something for for like it just feels like a sandbox like in every possible way very cool and there's there's another really cool element of the game that like it's really grabbed me um it's the multiplayer component yeah i'm like i'm fully expecting you to troll chip like completely when this happened yeah this is why i kept pestering him to buy it and he he won't (laughs) so like if if anyone doesn't know like the multiplayer component is there's two options when you start the game you can break the loop or protect the loop if you break the loop you're playing as cult so you're just doing your standard thing if you choose to break and protect the loop you're playing as juliana and you can jump into either uh, a friend's game if they're playing or you can just jump like wait around and jump into a, a random person's game and so basically then but as cult when you're playing you're just like moving around suddenly you get an alert saying juliana is in the game or something like that and then all you, all the exits shut down and there's a antenna that you have to go and hack so you can unlock the doors and that's generally where the person playing juliana is hiding waiting to like ambush you or maybe she's bold and she's got a lot of powers and she's going to come and hunt you down it's it's a really like i've played it both ways and it's really fun playing as juliana you get like a really cool power where you can swap um swap identities with an npc so no. like if someone's coming in if the person who's playing cult spots like a julianne starts firing at them and they're distracted you just look like a random like npc bullet sponge and you just like pick them off while they're busy with the juliana that they think they are killing the more you play the game like you start gaining points because you have to do like objectives for each time you play juliana you gain points you level up you get new weapons you get new powers things like that so it encourages that encourages replayability just the same way as playing cult does mm. it's it's a lot of fun and I, I'm not that good at killing Colt, but I've done a few really good ones. <laughs> I'm also not very good at killing Julianas, to be honest. So, I, but you're going to practice, and then I'll get the game eventually, and you'll take me out, and it'll be a nightmare. Yeah, the second one of you guys buys this game, I'm reinstalling it, and <laughs> I'm just going to sit perched waiting for one of you to come online. Yeah. It's a, it's a lot of fun, though. It's a really fun component in the game. If you're offline, it, it just has an AI like juliana coming after you but Mm. it comes a lot more frequently and it's a lot more easy to predict i like the unpredictability that a other another player brings to your game yes because they might set up a bunch of traps around like an area that you want to get to or maybe they're gonna just park themselves on a rooftop waiting for you to come and unlock the antenna or maybe they've got a good idea of where you're going to be at that time of day because sometimes the time of day it's very obvious what the cult is going to be doing so you can just head towards there and just cause chaos because all the npcs will leave you alone so it's just that you can just add extra carnage to what that poor bastard is going through (laughs) at the time it's it really it's really it's a lot of fun it really adds a lot of unpredictability to like how you play the game and the the connection between colt and juliana as characters because i haven't really got a chance to talk about the characters i don't i'm not going to say any story spoilers because the whole fun of the game is discovering it at your own pace like you in, in your own order as well you can do things your way basically but the connection between colt and juliana is really fun like at the start of every section you'll get a call from juliana she'll be like pestering you making fun of you if she if the person playing juliana had killed you earlier in the game <laughs> like 
because these two characters remember everything and mm. so like if you kill juliana in the game like you start trying to make fun of her but she's always like kind of one step ahead like or maybe she just cuts you off before you get to do your joke There's, <laughs> the, the performances are really fun the, the, that's the big thing about this story it's it's just fun it doesn't feel very heady or like self-important it's it knows the concept is kind of big and weird and silly mm. so I, the way it, if i was going to do like a movie comparison to the the tone or the energy that this has it's a lot closer to like a lord and miller take than like a chris nolan take <laughs> that works for me it's not winking at the audience it's not treating the concept like a joke but it's very aware that they should be having fun with it yeah. and not being like not taking it too seriously there's a lot of jokes there's a lot of weirdness to it it's it's a yeah i can't give away any of the big surprises or the weird little easter eggs or treats you can see in the game but just discovering it all at your own time it's just it's just always fun it's never it never got dull i, I played a I just blasted through the game over like a <laughs> week and a half like a half a week maybe yeah it, was, it did not take you long from all yeah, the updates just, we were getting i got yeah i just got really into it like it's not very often like because i don't have a lot of free time because of work but i made as much time as i could for this game and like even when i didn't have a lot of, if i had like a half hour to play a game i always felt like i was making progress mm. so i never felt like i was just treading water it was always constantly forward momentum it was yeah i can't say enough good things about the game <laughs> it makes such a change from recording 12 minutes with you and feeling myself slowly die throughout the whole <laughs> yeah <laughs> review I, I, I just felt so much more energized about this one i was like oh yeah. i can't wait to talk about this this is there's loads of stuff I want to say that's good about this game, and I don't have to mention anything about incest or make fun <laughs> of the the acting or anything like that. Yeah, it's... yeah, you can tell as well how animated you are about it. Um, yeah. I'm very jealous that you have played it and completed it already. I'm on another run through as well because there was a bunch of weapons that I never got. I watched the after I'd played the game, I watched like the launch trailer, which mm. is really cool and it's got this awesome like back like soundtrack to it. The the music in the game is also brilliant and they've got like the music that they use it's like bond themes done properly like modern <laughs> bond doesn't seem to do bond themes this well which is really weird because mm. this game's like bizarre high concept sci-fi nonsense but it's still doing bond better than bond <laughs> but yeah so i watched that trailer and i saw like a bunch of guns and i was like holy shit that gun looks awesome I, like, well, I never i never even saw that gun in action so i decided i wanted to go back and there was a bunch of powers I never got to use because I really settled into my stealth boy run, mm. the Snack, the Snack Master. <laughs> so I was like, I just have to play this game again because it's just so much fun. It does reset your progress for Colt, but it doesn't reset the progress for Juliana because, like, Juliana's no matter what happens with Colt, like Juliana's still in the loop, sort of thing. So it's yes. kind of like a smart way of keeping your progress for one thing. Like, it'd be really daft to like reset the progress for the multiplayer component, but. It was a really smart, like, little choice. It's just, yeah, it's a game that I'm already on, like, well, not well on my way, but I'm, I'm making progress on my second run already. <laughs> and I'm still having a lot of fun and, like, trying new things, test, like, seeing, following new leads, things like that. It's just, yeah. Like, Arcane are, like, the masters of this style of gameplay now. The, the, the freedom, like, the just offering unlimited, but it feels like unlimited choice. Because mm. there's a lot of systems... There's not a lot of systems in place and there's not a lot of things you can do, but they can all interlink in different ways. 
so it always feels like you've got a lot of customization in the way you can approach things it's it has, it has taken the seeds of what bioshock started and grown it into something new and more experimental it's given more freedom to the player it's this is what this is what i like in, about games i like having the freedom so i always like open world games i like being able to do what i want to do and this is absolutely exemplified by Deathloop. It's just like an unparalleled amount of choice in a first-person shooter, and it's yeah, like not restricted to one strategy. It's not like Doom; you have to play it one way. Call mm. of Duty; you have to hide behind a waist-high wall all the time. <laughs> it's it's a yeah. Deathloop is a much more fluid approach to gameplay, and this it's it's Arkane's best game to date, as far as I'm concerned, and it's currently my game of the year. Bold words. Yep. If you ha- I mean, there's not a lot of year left, so it's going to be very surprising if anything beats this. <laughs> so if you have a PlayStation 5, get this game. If you're a PlayStation fanboy who won't play it just because it's now put owned by like an Xbox studio, just grow the fuck up. Stop denying <laughs> yourself the joy for the sake of a meaningless brand loyalty, you daffy cunts. Just <laughs> buy this game. It's brilliant. It's 10 out of 10, A+, plus, two thumbs up to the point where you're getting muscle pain. Just must buy, just get it. It's brilliant. I think we can safely say that Andy is recommending Deathloop. <laughs> just just a little bit, yeah. When, yeah. when it's on sale, maybe. No, Di- buy it now, Chip. Chip. <laughs> He's gonna I know you're going to listen to this. Buy it now. Everybody tweet Chip and tell him to buy Deathloop. Yeah, I'll just watch from the sidelines and be very entertained. Yeah, and then when you get a PlayStation 5, I'm going to be telling you to buy Deathloop straight away. So. I'm going to buy Deathloop straight away. It's pretty much a given at this point. Good. Cool. Okay, so Deathloop, a one-up pod recommendation. Thanks for listening uh, to another of our mini reviews. As ever, feedback is welcome. Please like, rate, subscribe, leave us a review preferably five stars all of the above uh, on your podcaster of choice it really helps us out and in the meantime get a life play video games